0: The Coach Mac podcast makes its much-anticipated return, and we've got a lot to catch up on. The Chippewas have just opened up spring ball. They had pro day last week and recently made some new hires. Our guest this week is one of those new hires, Central Michigan's quarterback coach, Jake Costner. Thanks for checking in for another episode and hope you enjoy. Well, you know, it's been about a year since the last time this podcast aired. I'm so happy that you decided to bring this back, Coach Mac.
1: Well, you, I don't think it was me. No, I, I, I don't. I I really don't. I, I think it had more to do with those 13 listeners that really have been uh, kind of pushing the envelope to get this thing back. And I want to say thank you for those guys to actually get this back on the air.
0: I know how faithful you are to your Twitter, um, mm. but I'm sure you probably miss some of them showing up in your replies. But I get them all the time. Anytime I post football stuff. When's the podcast coming back? When do we get to hear from Coach McElwain? So here we go.
1: Here we go, and we're we're starting spring ball. We're a couple practices in, and and uh, boy, it's been a blast. I'm really looking forward to seeing this team kind of as we get through this spring and and through the summer, and and get ready to go play a play a good brand of football next season.
0: Yeah, what's that feeling like? You go from the season where you're so swamped to almost. Like nothing for a few months, at least on the field, and now you ramp up for 15 practices. Has to be super exciting.
1: It, it is, and and really that time that you think we're not doing anything, it's probably our busiest time because we're out uh, recruiting and and uh, doing the things we need to do to, you know, keep this program on top. And uh, that that's that's what we do. Um, obviously, a lot of off-season study, a lot of visiting with. Uh, other coaches, other people in the in the football world, as we look to uh, increase, decrease, uh, tweak a lot of the things we do uh, in all three phases, and um, you know it's it's a lot of fun actually the the study part of it, and you get a really good chance to go back and QC yourself, um, and then look at things that you think are going to fit your upcoming team because every year your team's a little bit different and we need to adapt to those playmakers and those players and and that's really what spring ball all about is is get a look at some new things and and uh you know see how it fits
0: well i know you've only practiced a couple of times but obviously seen what you have on paper how do you feel about this 2023 group
1: you know it, it, it was interesting um you know coming off a very disappointing season and you obviously one that uh you know, in some ways, uh, probably did a lot for us in the terms of, you know, like can I say pissed off? Yeah, you can. I can on this. It is, in fact,
0: your podcast.
1: So that's okay. That's okay. But uh, a lot of things that, that we got kind of got away from. And uh, the guys, we we actually pushed spring ball back a little bit to get more time down with Joel and his staff uh, in the strength and conditioning, um, uh, department. And, and I, and I've already seen some gains in some of these young guys. We're still a very young football team, which is kind of exciting in itself. Um, we had some guys get some, uh, you know, valuable minutes, um, uh, and, and plays in a year ago, and now they know what it takes. Uh, so we, we increased that off season. We had a true eight week, you know, program before we started. And, and that was, uh, You can see the strides a lot of guys made down there with uh, uh, the strength guys.
0: You had mentioned this in the season last year, that you're not accustomed to this losing thing. And I I looked it up. Eight full seasons. I'm not going to count the COVID year and the half year at Florida. You've had eight seasons as a head coach, and six of those seasons have been winning, one of them obviously not last year. But how much does that motivate you coming into this next season with how much you have – had success as a head coach
1: well, and not only as a head coach, but um you know it goes all the way back to little grizzly football and y m c a basketball and high school and college and all those years as an assistant um, there just hadn't been <laughs> very many years um, at all that uh you know we we suffered through something like this and um uh, you know yet. Sometimes I think you need it. I think it's good. I think it's cleansing. It didn't. It wasn't good for our fans, and it was horrible for our university, and and it was embarrassing uh, for the program. And yet, you know, sometimes uh, some of those things kind of getting a reset um, has been good. And and you know, there, there's a there's a pretty good feeling as we got back started here in spring that uh, a lot of guys that uh, you know this isn't going to happen again.
0: Well, that's great to hear. I know Chippewa fans are excited to see this product. Um, how about the two practices so far? What what has you fired up through two practices with thirteen left to go?
1: Well, it, you know the first two practices are basically in underwear. You know, you you, you know that's <laughs> you know as I tell our guys too. I'm not looking for underwear all Americans. You know, in the first two days. But what I'm looking for is detail. I'm looking technique. We're looking for. Um, the the things that it takes the little things you know um, hustling between drills, taken from the meeting room and in moving it to the practice field and seeing some of that focus and you know that that part's been that part's been really good and you know that's that that's the fun part we we get to you know get into shells here uh moving forward and that'll be good for us and see if we can uh, block a little bit and and uh try to create some holes and at the same time protect our quarterbacks. That's been a big deal offensively. And then defensively trying to really emphasize, you know, getting turnovers. uh, It's something we need to get better at.
0: I'm looking at your roster here, and I know that you'll still have changes to this once we get to the fall, but there's not a lot of seniors on this roster. It's a pretty young group that you got here in 2023.
1: Well, it's really interesting because you you look at, obviously in recruiting is where this – because you look ahead to the next classes and the next classes and the next classes. And, and, uh, you know, on paper right now, we don't have a lot of scholarships moving forward Mm. for next year's recruiting class. And we had a great recruiting class this year. Um, but we'll, we'll make room and, uh, we'll make sure that we get some of those parts in, but, um, really that's the eye opener when you, when you look at it. Um, and yet, you know, I think part of that is, uh, credit to you know the the guys who are staying here that we haven't had so far knock on wood a lot of portal stuff, uh guys jumping like some of these schools have and you know that's really to me a credit to this university and in this community and guys really being part of it and and that's been good. And uh yet at the same time it's time those guys go out and, and learn how to win.
0: I know I've asked you this before but How how do you manage that with all the tinkering that's going on with schools trying to, I I guess you could say, poach players and try and take your guys when they have success? How do you manage that as a coaching staff?
1: Well, I think, first of all, um, you know, it's real. It's something that's out there, and I don't even think people hide it. And they don't hide it very well, I'll tell you that. But, um, you know, for me, and I talk to our team very openly about it, Um, we obviously don't have a lot of NIL money. Uh, you know, we don't have guys getting you know, getting paychecks. Um you know, in some cases, uh, with some of the money that's thrown around for some of these guys, you know, it might be as much money as they've ever had. And uh but I'm I'm very upfront with our guys. Look, we want guys that wanna be here and we will find guys that wanna be here and be chip was and and you know, if it's not the right fit and it's not something that that, that you know isn't for you you know you're certainly welcome to go find something that is and you know you know no matter what it is uh, in our day-to-day lives sometimes there 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 aren't things that fit some things you know that we don't like so we run from it and and that's okay um the big piece is is the guys in the locker room um they're together and they care about each other and they want to be here and And that's how we're building the program, and you can't worry about the other stuff because if you start to worry about it, um, then it's going to affect you, and uh, we're not going to let it affect us.
0: You might be a little rusty because it's it's been a year, but uh, you know one of my favorite questions to sneak in is a quarterback question. Is that allowed
1: here? No. We've got got three (laughs) quarterbacks, and they're going to play this spring, and we're going to figure it out. I mean, I cannot believe we've been in this thing now for about (laughs) – two and a half minutes and you just now we're getting to it but uh no no we got some guys can we'll, you, tell, we'll can you right. tell
0: us a little bit about this group those three guys you got
1: yeah they're, they're three guys they got <laughs> jersey numbers and uh Bert Emanuel Jr. Yeah.
0: Tyler Pape and Jace Bauer are those three guys yeah yeah they're okay
1: great names great kids um uh, no it's it's uh it's it, it's good to see the competition and um you know we will get a chance to visit with uh Jake Costner here, the new quarterback coach and, and uh um you know, I'm really excited that he's here and, and you know, give him a little look into it. Um, but uh no, it's 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 fun. And we've got you know, I'm really probably most excited about, you know, our wideouts and the discipline we're getting there, uh, with, with Coach Petrino moving back to, to kind of his natural position, um, you know, with the wide receivers and you know that 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 little combination right there is going to help us a bunch
0: yeah tell us a little bit about uh there's some new additions to the staff that yeah. you got and also some guys as you mentioned like a petrino that have swung over to vita thompson as well so tell us about all the changes on the staff
1: well um you know we're we've got great coaches here and i think one of the things uh, as a head coach is you really have to play to the strengths of the strengths of the the people you have and it's no different in Play into the strengths of your football team. And, you know, in this case, uh, you know, Tavita, who's done an outstanding job here, and I'm so happy he's part of what we do. You know, he he played uh, offensive line at a high, high level. Um, he's been coaching uh, tackles and tight ends for quite a few years and did that at, at both Oregon State and in Nebraska. Um, and he's a guy now that understands what we're trying to do and what we're trying to accomplish. And, um, moving him uh, from the tight end room now down into the, it's a natural progression. You know, he worked with a lot of those guys, especially when they, you know, we'd split lines and do that. So um, hearing that voice, a consistent voice, I think is something that's really important. Um, that's been, uh, you can see the motivation in the guys uh, a- as they're moving forward. And, and to me, as you know, we talk a lot about it. You're only as good as your front and on both sides of the ball. And that's something we've got to get a lot better at. And, you know, with that, bringing in Brandon Torrey, um, you know, Brandon comes uh, with a deep NFL background. Uh, he came to us from Howard University where he graduated. Um, he actually won a Super Bowl with the Giants. Um, but he was the offensive line coach there. He'll be handling now between he and Tavita, you know, kind of uh, the tight ends, tackles uh, part of it. And that working relationship's been fantastic. You know, I mentioned Paul uh, moving to wideouts, which he's coached it at the NFL level. He's coached it at at the highest levels in college. Um, And he is a taskmaster. And it is great to see um, the discipline and motivation and attention to detail that those wideouts are getting, which our young quarterbacks need Mm -hmm. because those guys need to step up and make plays. Uh we'll talk to Jake Costner here in a bit, but we're welcome welcoming him back home. Uh he was with us our first year here and helped Charlie with the uh the quarterbacks and and it it's great to have somebody that has a knowledge of the system and what it's supposed to look like and and that'll that's been really beneficial there. Of course Cornell Jackson stays with the running backs. He does an outstanding job there and and our running backs have been pretty darn good and uh, so that's been good on offense, bringing on defense. Uh, defensive line coach Jesse Williams, uh, who's been in it a long, long time. Uh, we go all the way back to uh, eastern Washington. And and when we first met, um, he's been at a lot of stops. And to have that experience and that knowledge, he was a long time at Colorado State with Sonny Lubick and was very successful in, in a lot of bowl games and a lot of wins um, most recently. He's coming to us from Tulsa, and um, it's great to have him back. Um, You know, he and Coach Aiky go a long way back as well, so that's that's good. Michael Zordich is obviously still here with the DBs, um, but he'll actually move to the assistant head coach role, which has been fantastic. Um, He's a guy well-deserved and has a lot of respect, not only in the profession but obviously in this building. So... um, that's been that's been big so um seeing all these guys work together the new energy you know we've got some new GAs uh Jack Bush on offense is is helping with the the quarterbacks we brought um Jamison back who a former player he'd been coaching at Albany State uh he's back as a GA so uh along with Kumanu that's with us so what I kind of really like about that part of it is we're able to get guys that were here, understand what it is to be a chip and now they're back helping the chips and, and to me it's a way of us and a coaching staff give back. I mean these guys did a lot for us. Let's let's keep giving to them and and um you know that, that part's been that part's been really good. I'm 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 really happy about that and then moving Danny Matowski who, you know, was a big blow to us with him getting his back uh uh, operated on. He was obviously a starter as a true freshman for us. Um, he's been helping us in the weight room. Uh, he's been a big part of helping us um, with our scout teams and that kind of stuff. But he moves in with that offensive line in Tavita. So we're getting guys that understand what it is to be chips. And uh, that to me has is, is been great.
0: I think there was one more move I might have missed uh, if you mentioned him, but how about Ryan McNamara, your GM, yeah. and he moves the linebackers. That's yeah. kind of cool.
1: No, and Armak, uh, you know, moving moving in. You know, Armak, uh coached at Valdosta State. He's been at Mississippi State. He was obviously with us at Florida. Um, bringing him in here and then making that transition from within the building uh, is something that, that I really like and, and should have heard the kids how excited they were um, with him moving to on the field role, and, and which meant you know some juggling in the recruiting office too, which we're, we're still uh, we've got a couple guys in there that are that are brand new, and and um, I I expect no drop off in the uh, in the recruiting area.
0: Give us an inkling on how this works. Because of the success that you've had in this program, there's been yearly transition where guys are getting opportunities to go other yeah. places. Yep. So this is not new where a coaching staff changes a little bit from year to year. How do you manage that and keep the program running the same direction?
1: Well, I'll tell you, at first, it just really pissed me off. <laughs> okay, And I'm talking about early in my career because it's like, hey, we just get somebody trained and then they – but what I realize is, and especially a place like this, is, you know, these guys love it here. There's no doubt. Um, but, you know, I look at it as an opportunity, you know, like I that I received, you know, to be able to move around and, and go to some places and obviously make a lot more money for my family, um, a lot more exposure at higher levels. And, you know, for me, um, I kind of, put a smile on my face when when we get these phone calls from you know these programs that these guys are going to and and you know i i wish them the best and and they know i'll always be here for them and and it's exciting to see them move up and and move on um and i look at it now a little bit different is i look at it as an opportunity for us to get some new thoughts ideas uh new energy and um you know i I get an opportunity, too, to kind of sharpen my interview skills. There you go. You know, um, but seeing these guys uh, come in and, and with, with their excitement um, and giving them an opportunity to see what it is to be at a great place like Central Michigan, and, and then who knows, they might have an opportunity as well.
0: I know what your first question is in those interviews. Oh. Have
1: you ever <laughs> been to Missoula,
0: Montana? If not, you're out. Is that right?
1: Well, um, you know, that I that that's that's a tough one <laughs> cuz really the first one is have you ever listened to our podcast? Okay, perfect. Okay, that that, you know, I wanted to see if we got up to 14 or 15, <laughs> you know, there but none of them have listened to it. Um they they thought they flunked the interview when I asked.
0: Goodness gracious. I mean, hopefully they got another opportunity here. Uh, They also have an opportunity, as we mentioned, with a young roster, a talented roster, that recruiting class. You said this is the best recruiting class in the history of our schools, the number one rated MAC class by 24-7 Sports. Tell us about the newcomers that you have coming in and the added talent that this roster now has.
1: Well, you know, let's step back. I'm not sure I ever came out and (laughs) said it was the best in the university's history. Okay, it was a really good recruiting class, okay. and obviously it was ranked that way, so mm-hmm. if you if you look at it from that standpoint, but uh you know it's also about developing them, and uh, not a lot of these guys are going to come in and instantly play. you know part of it is especially at in in the mid-American conference it it's a lot about development. It's about you know looking at the upside of guys doing a great job in the evaluation part and then bringing them in and letting them grow into being great players and um you know we we <laughs> we hit on and and really where where it boils down to is in the recruiting part it's about relationships um i would have expected this kind of class maybe a year ago but really you have to take a full year where you're not on the road and you don't develop relationships um to where it's really become now to this class and you know for us uh, the majority of these guys we've been in contact since they were freshmen and sophomores and that really helps you when it gets down to somebody coming in late on them well we've been there you know from the get-go mm-hmm. and uh, that's how you establish consistent recruiting and and we'll continue to do that
0: yeah it's another opportunity another year to get guys on this campus to see this great kelly short stadium and how about this awesome facility that you guys have been utilizing because as you mentioned uh no one got to see that in person when it opened back in 2020 no
1: that's right and and, you know but there's more than that i mean it's as good as this is it's it's hard to get somebody to come here you know it's Mm -hmm. not like we're just next door to a major metropolitan area you know you you've got to get here plus you've got to You know, in our recruiting footprint, you've got to drive by a lot of schools to get here. Now, with this facility, once we can get them on campus, it it really helps us close, and and that's big. Um, But at the same time, it's what the coaches have done, even the ones who aren't here and somebody goes in and, and takes over an area, it's having that contact, servicing that area, People getting to know you, people getting to know uh, what it is and, and be consistent in those spots. And I think we've done that, and it's really helped us.
0: And I like your mix, Coach. You you stayed home with your roots, 12 guys from the state of Michigan. Yeah,
1: which when I got here, we you know, that was one of the things. I mean, we I said we've got to go get better in our backyard, mm. and that's something we're able to do, and we're seeing it. And when I broke down the rosters that were really, really good and successful here and won championships, the majority of the kids on those teams were Michigan kids. And um, that's where I said, you know what, we've got to do a much better job in the footprint, in the area, and we need to get those kids that know of Central Michigan. And you know what, their families can come see them, and they can maybe go home on a, you know, a Easter holiday and some things like that and I think that really helps and then when you've got a bunch of those now you add those out of state guys and what we call out of pocket where you know it's hard to drive to you know it might take a flight and um, those kids fitting in and and then getting around our guys and and our guys taking them home uh, when we get a couple days or something like that that's been really successful.
0: I think that's pretty fascinating. The looking at the history of the program is that did you do that right when you took the job yeah. to map it out or, or take us through that?
1: Yeah, every job I've taken, and, and that's something I've gotten from some coaches that I've worked for in the past, is you've got to look to your history that helps you maybe predict uh, predict a little bit of the future, mm-hmm. and you know where in this case the makeup of your roster and what makes it successful and uh you know mount pleasant is a unbelievable place with great people in the community a wonderful university a great administration and yet you know what sometimes it's not maybe a fit for somebody that's out of pocket you know it's too different and you know i think it's important that you bring guys that can adapt and you know what really buy into what a great place it is and and i and i think that's what the you know the the great coaches that have been here that have won championships. I think that's something that they've done an outstanding job of when you look at their rosters.
0: Well, we're looking forward to seeing what they look like 12 from the state of Michigan, 11 total States represented. So all across the United States. All right. One more uh, topic here before we get to uh, Jake Costner, you just had pro day last week. Yeah,
1: boy, that was fun. It was, uh, it was great to see all the different uh, teams, every, every team represented and, some actual position coaches that were here uh some high-ranking officials from a couple of the uh, uh clubs that that wanted to get an up close and personal look at some of our guys and you know it was good you know thomas in obviously did an outstanding job in the combine and the senior bowl and yet I th- he really helped himself because he came back and actually did more work and i thought that was really good um you know with the uh, Lou Nichols uh, getting an opportunity to come and work in front of some actual running back coaches and and higher level personnel. Um, I think that that really helped, uh, you know, really helped Lou. And and I think some of those things that happen when those guys go away and then they're able to come back, um, I I just love that. And then just seeing all the guys compete, you know, it's fun. Joel Wilson, you know, who... Who's coming off an injury? Uh, he had a lot of people here looking at him, and and it was and it was really good, and and just knowing it's 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 for all your players. Uh, we even had a guy come back, Devonnie Reed, you know, who went to South Carolina and was taken care of really well there in the SEC, and yet you know, as I tell every one of the guys that leave, you know, this place is always going to be here for you. So, um, you know, we welcome them back with uh, open arms.
0: That was very cool to see him there uh, with him and the other nine, 10 total Chippewas represented, and you mentioned it. I mean, Lou and Joel and also Dallas, who, yep. who went down. In the, all those guys are healthy out there competing. That's awesome to yeah, see.
1: Yeah, you know, it's always interesting. Um, I actually tell the team this after every, every pro day. I said, look, if you guys would just work as hard – <laughs> as you you know through your four years and, and work that hard you're gonna put stuff on tape because these guys came back in great shape and and really put some good good work in uh for the scouts
0: all right well uh we're ready for our interview now uh we've got new coaches as you just went over and uh thank you so much for bringing on the quarterbacks coach very excited about this
1: yeah jake costner how you doing jake back in the mitten so you know. <laughs> it's awesome <laughs> yeah so uh Tell, tell the folks here uh, – now, just be careful because there's not quite – there's not that many listeners, just so you know. So, so if you screw something up, we're okay. Keep it right. rolling. Yeah, just keep it rolling. But uh, um, where are you from originally? Grand Haven, Michigan. So, born and
2: raised, grew up in Michigan, went to Michigan – Thought I would never leave, so.
1: That's right. Now, uh, show me on the hand here. Where exactly is that? Okay, yeah. Muskegon there it is. Holland. It's over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. KP. I got it. That's yeah. his lane. I love that's when right. he does
0: this on the radio, like people can see you. Yeah,
1: yeah. well, the, the the 13 people can actually look at their hand and know where the hell he's at, you right? got to give him the yeah. play-by-play, yeah. left yeah. or right, yeah. there you central, go. Yeah. west. West, there you go. No, that's great. And, you know, you mentioned uh, you and I go back, we met uh, – very first time when both of us were at the university of michigan awesome opportunity we had a heck of a staff so to get to work with him you know shoot
2: him our analyst is now the houston texans passing game coordinator our ga is working division one receivers coach it was three great guys to learn from so very
1: fortunate
0: coach zordich on that staff as well
1: that's right coach z was on that staff uh although you know there we there wasn't a lot of you know the the I didn't get to see the defensive guys that often, right? <laughs> you know, a little bit different. Church and state. Yeah, it's like it's a lot bigger office, obviously. Yeah. So you never really <laughs> cross paths until you went out to the field. But uh, no, it's uh, it it's interesting. So you know, kind of an interesting. You know, you you were at Michigan. You came here under Charlie. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me how that year was, and and kind of how you learned from what we did uh, here. Absolutely, it was great. Year one, you know, new staff new new players, kind
2: of you sit at the founding father table, you know, and you, you piece it together and a lot of trial by air. Shoot the first practice, we were using terminology you'd never listen to. But, you know, <laughs> as you learn and develop and, you know, you, you kind of figure out who you have. It's more about the people than the plays. Anybody can get on the whiteboard, but developing and see what, okay, who are our playmakers? How do we get them the ball? That was great to see the evolution of it because who we are – Day one in spring is going to be vastly different than in the season when you're scheming for an opponent. So, in 2019, you know the ability to shoot. Here are our quarterbacks, and and then you know watch it unravel was was very cool. And you know the, the success speaks for itself. It was a heck of a heck of a squad in 2019.
1: Yeah, it was some unbelievable numbers. You mm-hmm. know that we were able to put up, and and from there you you got the opportunity to go to one of the you know arguably one of the top eight programs in, in the country at the University of Texas.
2: Texas is back. Yeah. Been hearing it for a while, but <laughs> awesome, though. Two great – really two different staffs. In 2020, it was Tom Herman staff, and then 2021, shoot, they swept the building clean, janitors and all, and 2021 enrolled Steve Sarkeesian. So very, very cool because two different, you know, Ohio State and then Alabama. But what Coach Sark did piggybacking off Coach Mack was – that Alabama system, that speaks the same. So the terminology, I got to see it, you know, from his 2011 at Central Michigan in 2019 to fast forward 10 years, he's running the same stuff, calling it the same things at Alabama. So, and then bringing it to Texas. So
1: And and being able to kind of see that in, in the different things with really kind of a couple guys, you know, on the cutting edge of the evolution of offensive football mm-hmm. and how that kind of all fit together. Tell me some of the things that maybe you took, just one or two things from those guys that you go, you know what, Th- this, is, this is something I'm going to keep with me. Absolutely.
2: Kind of seeing how, you know, offensive football is. You know, guys are – oh, i are six yards downfield and we're still throwing passes and, you know, <laughs> scoring touchdowns. What Sark emphasized was tempo, 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 get the ball in your playmaker's hands and really always have an answer. You never just want to snap a play. Uh, shoot in 2011 you're you're running that football regardless yeah. now this RPO is we're running the football but hey listen if if they bring an extra guy we can't block now we're going to throw off of him so re- really making that RPO cl- clean decisions though really yes no answers no gray area but hey I get it we're, we want to run the football it's four minute everyone knows but shoot even if they bring 10 guys in now now find an outlet so you know having the ability to To stay within your system but play fast play faster with, with the personnel on the field you know he he, our tempo package kept going and going and going but the the players could you know grasp it because it was your bread and butter play so r- really temp, tempo and always protecting to get yourself in the best possible answer on a field you know rather than I'm big on the quarterback let the quarterback do the work don't just sit and look at the coach and you know who's smarter up in the press box make your quarterback
1: know the rhyme and reason and why you're calling everything you know you uh you know you hit on something you know that that's pretty interesting is playmakers and yeah. no matter what position they're at no matter what it is how do we go about finding out a who those playmakers are yeah but and then b okay this is your base this is your bread and butter how do we put those guys into position to affect the game?
2: Yeah, absolutely. You're, you're always trying to find them. In, in 2021, did the study, right? They're motioning on every single play to get, to get that mismatch air, you know? You, you want your speedy slot on a box linebacker or you want your big body tight end on a corner, try, you know, try, trying to run. But create those situations, always have the pen at the end, meaning, hey, look i I love this matchup let let's push it, push it, push it, and then hey, run the football
1: when you need to so so you're you're sitting there in Austin, Texas, all right um pretty decent stadium, not a bad budget um, <laughs> you know it's it's things are looking pretty bright, right and uh you get a phone call to be the offensive coordinator at Limestone College, okay, well, first of all. When you told me you were going to Limestone, I was didn't know whether I should be excited for you. I didn't know what to think cuz I had no idea where is Limestone College. That's a great question. I thought I was going skiing in the Rocky Mountains. <laughs> <laughs> Ski instructor.
2: I no. don't think you can use your hand to show us where it is. No. At. A little different. Yeah, I get the call and you know, I'm look I'm researching Denver Limestone College, so a little private liberal arts school in in upstate south carolina so in between greenville and charlotte on that i-85 corridor so hey a lot of good memories at limestone college the past 10 months yeah
1: there you go and you know you go to limestone okay yeah okay let me look at it where it's on the map and you then looked at your um actual previous year Mm -hmm. limestone college the year before you got there what was their record O 0, zero and nine. They were zero and nine. Okay, and what were they ranked offensively? One hundred fifty second in the country. So one hundred fifty. Not on the first page. One hundred fifty second. Okay, so now you're taking this job, first time coordinator, first time calling plays, first time, you know, just solely coaching that quarterback yet putting all the pieces together. One hundred fifty. What did you say? One hundred fifty.
2: 150 second.
1: Second, so. okay, 150 second in the country, and yet you went from 0 and 9 to a playoff team. Yep, and your offense ranked ninth in the country. Ninth in the country. Wow, you know that's with, pretty good. With like the same, like how do you how do you revamp a same roster at <laughs> Limestone College?
2: Zero wins, zero hope. That's re- really you know, <laughs> spe- when you when you take a job like that. You kind of look at you, get get a little chuckle and say, "Well, can't be worse." That's, That's exactly. right. <laughs> <So> <laughs> That's right. We're, we're rock bottom, but re- it was awesome to see the belief in themselves. Re- when I got there, they've been told nonstop, just beat down everything. They can't be. Shoot, empowerment, belief, and confidence goes a really long way. You know, I I understood the motivation more because again, you know, I, I'd like to bring in the system and you know, always have an answer and kind of talk about the philosophy as an offensive play caller, but the motivation in getting all 11 guys on the field or all, shoot, we had a big team, 85 offensive players in that in that team meeting room to believe in what we were calling and just just believe in each other, you know, but also believe in yourself. It was more if you shift your mindset and don't prove other people wrong, prove yourself right. So if when you yeah. make it internally, really cool to see. And you know, Coach Mack always says it affect the the place where you're at in a positive manner. Shoot, I'd like to think the rest of our coaching staff. It wasn't just a one-man army. I had a great staff around me, but you know, collectively our leadership, right, the structure and culture in place. That
1: that's where the wins come. It's not just calling offensive plays and
2: hoping it sticks. So.
1: You know that that's unbelievable. When I saw the the 152 to ninth with, and then oh, most importantly. Oh, and nine to going to the playoffs yeah. at Limestone College. Um, believe me, that's something my eyes lit up and made me real proud. But, um, you know, I think on a really important note, okay, there's a couple things that are coming up in your life, yep. right, that probably get me really excited because uh, this guy's really grown up. So what's happening here in, in about a month? I don't recommend doing these three th- three things all at once, but in tw-
2: 2023, man, life's a blessing. Most importantly, and again, my, my fiance will be listening to this, but we're getting married in, shoot, just under 60 days now. So May 19th, we're flying out to Arizona. We're getting married. Well, new jobs for both of us, promotion for her, new job for me, back, but it's still new. You know, we moved to Mount Pleasant. Well, no more apartments, so we're buying a house. We're <laughs> wow. getting married and two new jobs all at once. You know, she, she's the bread and butter, so she's keeping this glue all together. And but. you
0: had time for the Coach Mac podcast? <laughs> hey,
2: we make time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, they, that's one thing. Guys make time for the podcast. <laughs> right. there, there's no doubt. But uh, I think one of the cool things is where that house is located, right here in town, kind of between here and downtown. Yep. But. He has a backyard for his dogs, man. Isn't that, oh. isn't that huge? Hey, dogs and quarterback barbecue, so you, we'll be doing it. all right. There you go. Well, Jake, we're obviously I know the listeners are excited to see the product we put out on the field, but I got to tell you how excited I am that you chose to come back. And, uh, you know, you're the one guy I didn't even need to really worry about knowing where to go in the in the whole building, right? You were kind of. Hey, I was the trailer guy. So yeah. this is all new but hey, it's beautiful. <laughs> there you Family go. Family environment, but excited to be back. All right. Thanks, Jake.
0: Well that was pretty cool. He sounds like uh, a pretty sharp guy that you brought here to Mount Pleasant.
1: Well, he's when when I first met him when I was at Michigan I could see this guy knew what the hell he was doing. Uh did a fantastic job with the quarterbacks there and and you know, we were able to get him here and, and you know, Charlie'll tell you, uh he was invaluable with those guys. And then seeing him Come back and now interact with with uh, the the young quarterbacks that we have in that room right now. It's it's fantastic. He he gets it. He understands. Okay, let's play to the strengths. Uh, let's figure out what everybody can do, and then let's put it together that way. And and uh, you know the, the numbers speak for themselves. I mean, to me, 0 and 9 do a playoff team, um, but more importantly, they're from my standpoint for him coming and helping this offense, going from 152nd to ninth in the country, um, you know what? I I don't know that I, – I mean, I guess maybe on YouTube or something, I guess, if people wanted to look up Limestone College, they could probably see uh, – look a little bit into the future, you know, and, and see what this is all about.
0: Google's a great thing. It's got everything.
1: It does it? Yeah. Yeah. What is that called?
0: Google. You ever Google. used it or heard of it before?
1: Google. 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 I did say YouTube.
0: I do know you're a big technology guy. Yeah. So.
1: But no, really big. Really big.
0: Big on the social media, big on the phones, yeah. the computers, yeah. the iPads. Yes.
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs> yep. Yeah. I still have cable television. Really? Yeah. My my wife tries to watch a movie, and then it, it all gets screwed up. Like, it goes from... HDMI, like, one to HDMI two, and then I go to turn it on, and I can't get the TV on, so I need to have her come in and totally reset the whole thing. Thank goodness for cable. There's probably, like, two or three buttons I guess you have to push, <laughs> but I'm just looking for cable, right? I just want to be able to go to cable.
0: I thought your biggest problem was going to be because you have so many TVs in that barn of yours. Maybe you, you didn't remember which remote was for which.
1: No, but I will tell you that came in handy, uh, especially during, uh, which, you know, I'm a big basketball guy. Uh-huh. Um, having every game on, uh, that was something that was uh, outstanding. And, uh, of course, uh, you know, I, I must say I didn't get a lot of them on Friday. Um was able to get kind of the start, was able to. Watch Spartans down the road a little bit and Mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, that was March 17th, which only comes once a year. That's right. And that's St. Patrick's Day. That's a big uh, event for you. That is a huge event. (laughs) And uh, the office was totally shut down. And uh, we went and and, um, had a great time.
0: Twiddled your thumbs? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, One of these days I'm going to learn how to play bagpipes. Ah. I think, you know, I – I really that there's nothing like it and I'm not sure whether they're actually playing or just blowing in them and sound comes out I'm i i it'll be kind of curious you know to see what happens there
0: you know if you play the bagpipes we then need to see coach Mack in a kilt as well
1: no I've got no problem with that <laughs> I, I'm I'm totally I'm all in uh we had a great great another great St. Patrick's Day uh celebration here as the staff and and uh and it you know, fed right into starting the spring ball. So it was a great way to kind of kick things off.
0: You like this staff that you have, don't you? Oh,
1: yeah. No, I I, uh, tell you what, I just can't tell you how fortunate I am and have been and really since I've been here to just have such great people. Um, And, you know, guys that really care about this place, care about the kids, which is one of the most important things because, look, there's a lot of guys in this profession that are just looking for their next job. And, and you know what? These guys that have been here, they've been all in. And their next job has found them. And, you know, that's what's kind of cool. That's rewarding as a head coach. People are taking note of what you're doing and uh, want your guys. And, you know what, when I get done doing this, I hope they're still coaching because I'm going to need tickets to go watch <laughs> them play
0: you said it with the players you want guys especially in an era now with the transfer portal and everything that want to be in Mount Pleasant but it's the same with the coaches as well
1: 100 percent and you know being involved in the community and and you know the many people that we we've met and are great friends and and will be friends forever but I think it's part of my responsibility to bring good people to this university and this community and uh, bring their families here and and um you know it's 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 been it's been really good. I've been really fortunate you know, just wonderful people.
0: all right, so two practices in. you got thirteen to go. Tell us what's coming up
1: well, well well actually uh you know tomorrow um I don't know, do we even say what days they are here any I mean, is it like I guess we're on podcast. It's a podcast. When, when does Anybody this come can, out
0: well it's going to come out tomorrow. But anybody can. I mean, someone so could listen be to this.
1: It'll be out tomorrow on Wednesday.
0: Yes, Wednesday is correct. Okay. But someone could listen to it like Friday, you know. But then it's backlogged.
1: Well, it is. I'm, I guess really for those thirteen, uh, we'll practice tomorrow, the okay. day that this comes out. Uh, Wednesday. It'll be the first day we'll get in shells. Um, which you know, being able to see the guys come off football a little bit is something I'm really excited about, and uh, and then. Seeing again, it ramped up. We'll, we'll get some pressures in and, and some things. Uh, you know, defensively. You know, being aggressive. That's one of the things in the in the off-season study we felt we needed to do. So um, that's that's really what spring ball is all about. It's about testing some new things, uh, reaffirming some of the old, and uh, then finding out which guys are ready to play as we get ready to go play. F- very 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 difficult schedule um in fact i've had some guys ask uh in the profession like what i did to piss, <laughs> piss off the, <laughs> the administration you know you're going to east lansing you're going to south florida who obviously had a great football team and they're they're the same this year and then uh going to notre dame um yeah let's have spring yeah let's just let's not worry about that right now let's just Let's just have a good spring.
0: The good news is uh, the fir- uh, two of the three are closer in proximity, right? I mean, hour down the road. That doesn't mean the game's going to be easy, but it's close. You, well, here's you've gone like thing. six hours no, on it, a bus before. Well,
1: here's the good thing. Um, you know, We're going to be able to save the university a lot of money. We'll mm-hmm. just stay right here in Mount Pleasant and then bus down the morning of the game, You know, put our pads on here, carry our helmets in the school bus on our way down, save them some money that way, um, which will be good. And then you know, just not very far there down the road to get to uh, South Bend. So um, don't bust to South Alabama.
0: I don't, I don't think busting to South Alabama would be good.
1: Um, I'm doing everything I can to make (laughs) sure we fly, but I don't know where we're at right now. Um, But you know, at the end of the day, um, I know our kids are excited about it, and we're excited about it. So getting those opportunities, you know, for me, you know, and it. You know, it, it was scheduled at Notre Dame when Brian Kelly was still there. Mm-hmm. And and I want to thank him, you know, which I have personally, you know, just uh, okay in that game. And, and, you know, I think he did us a favor. That's a hell of a payday for this university and helps all the sports, uh, obviously, when we're able to do that. And the same thing, uh, thank uh, Alan Haller and, and, you know, what they did down there, you know, in their athletic department to say, you know what, let, let's go ahead if we're going to spend the money on these guaranteed. Let, let's bring some of the state schools in, and, and we're we're getting Michigan down the road too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coach Harbaugh was big in that, and, and Mel was, you know, checked off on this game. So uh, for us, uh, it, it's a great opportunity, great exposure for our kids. We have a lot of kids from the area obviously now as we've recruited that way. So for them to be able to go play in those stadiums in, in front of those crowds is fantastic plus you know we're not spending a bunch on travel so we're able to give that back to you know not only our program but you know more importantly I guess you know the the other programs on campus so it it it's all uh, it's all good and uh, we we'll, we'll, we're looking forward to it
0: all good for the alums and uh, the fans, too. There's a lot of alums in the Chicago area, of course, here in Detroit and throughout the, the state of Michigan and the Midwest. So we're hoping to see a lot of mar- a maroon and gold at those stadiums as well this fall.
1: Well, one thing I will say about our fans, we've got great fans, and no matter where we've played, we've traveled. And, mm-hmm. and you can always see um, you know, a heck of a section of Chippewas, no matter where it is. And, and I know uh, that doesn't go unnoticed. And, and, again, just another thing that makes this such a great place.
0: All right, well, I've heard that uh, we're going to be recording this every Tuesday through spring ball, which means podcast hopefully every Wednesday. So, we're going to be back doing this again next week.
1: Okay. So, um that's good. I'm glad somebody let me know. That's yes. outstanding. It is. Okay? It is
0: in fact your podcast, so I wanted yeah. to let you know. Yeah,
1: okay. Well, it's I I know that you're busy calling baseball and doing a lot of that's stuff, right. so hopefully we can get that around that schedule, but uh you know, it is uh it, this is a lot of fun in getting the opportunity to get some of these new guys on the air people get a chance to get to know them before they meet them at uh at the uh, radio show in the fall that's right
0: well we can't wait for that september 2nd it's going to be here before we know it it always goes quick on your calendar which you emphasize you have a very elaborate calendar
1: yes That's absolutely correct.
0: And today, in fact, is a Tuesday. This isn't like a Tuesday, Saturday. This is Tuesday. This
1: is an actual Tuesday. Yes. (laughs) That that doesn't start till Maxion. October 31st is the first one. That's that's when it gets a little kind of screwy. But uh, right now, yeah, so everybody out there, today is a Tuesday. Uh, Tomorrow, when this comes out, it'll be a Wednesday. And uh, we get to do it again next Tuesday. That's right. All right.
0: We're ready to go. Well, thank you. You're a busy man for spending some time with us. And we'll, uh, we'll talk to you next week. Enjoy the spring ball coming up here.
1: Appreciate it, man.